season is the fact that they keep inverting fairy tale tropes and turning them into vicious monsters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, great. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. It's, great. It, it's the Cabin in the Woods thing. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Kind of. It's, um, uh... I, I will just come out and say, like, I'm not as... I think we had a similar problem with Malice last year where, like, and then it just got better. But this is—I'm getting similar vibes where it's like, eh, I don't know if I'm really into this so far. But Constantine's fun. I yeah. See, I don't even—I don't even have a feel for the overarching narrative that they're trying to do. I'm just like enjoying it's, it episode by episode. Yeah, but it just seems very like—I don't know. This—it seems the overall arc feels very underwhelming. But all these people are so good together, it doesn't really matter. I'm just—I'm mm-hmm. just glad that Mick. It feels the same way I do about dragons. I'm on dragons. Songs <laughs> <laughs> about. Uh, so hi, I'm Connor McCarthy. Will there be vampires? Tomorrow, we're doing CW stuff a little differently now. Um, basically, we've come to the conclusion that trying to blast through all these shows uh, and then talk about four to five episodes of TV per episode is exhausting and no longer fun. Yep. Yep. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if one of the shows is getting pretty bad, waiting yeah. for Flash to drop the ball. Yeah, so, like, if there are three episodes of any of these shows where we're like, fuck this, we're just not going to talk yeah. about it. Um, so, yeah. 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 And it also gives us more That's time to do work. other stuff, uh, including watching TV on our own free time that has nothing to do with right. this show or podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or letting me mm-hmm. sleep. I still haven't started right. uh, Haunting on Hill House. You should probably do that. Yeah. yeah. I keep yeah. calling that things that show different names because <laughs> I'm, it's not my no. It's okay. Look, okay. like don't name it so so such that like it's easy Here's to confuse with other. It's based. On, okay. Well, but there's like eighteen movies. Right. Where yeah, and there's it's it's supposedly like it's kind of like a sequel to the haunting as far as just like presentation goes, I guess. Yeah. It's well, yeah, I guess. My understanding is that it's about side characters or like characters who were talked about in the book, I guess, but they aren't in the book necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I didn't that's that. my yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, no, but that's the thing. Haunting a Hill House—that's the title it originally had, and they kind of get. I think that they have a stake to that claim. Yeah, when you <laughs> yeah. told me the, the, the original landowner because House and Haunted Hill came out like yeah. the same year, didn't it? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Very close. Close enough that they were like, we're just going to call this The Haunting because, <laughs> because fuck people are going to think they're getting Haunting Vincent well. Price. Because why yeah. get into that argument? Yeah. Uh, so who else is here? Mm-hmm. Arlen Harrow, as usual. Uh, I am perpetually confused Hunter Davenport. I'm Holland. <laughs> I'm uh, Eric Fedorchek. No, uh, no uh, opening? Oh. I don't have oh, any. He's doing a... <laughs> I, 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 I haven't said it in the show yet, but um, I think the loud dimension might be my favorite creation of yours so far because it sounds like something like a Rick and Morty s thing or like something really like. I'm just imagining like a portal opens up and everyone's like, "Hi, how are you? <laughs> Welcome." See, I just like the fact that it exists pretty much only in text at this point. Yeah. So it's, it's even more absurd. <laughs> And it's always, and they're always talking like, it's always, it's always theatrical. The loud dimension speaks. <laughs> yes. 
Like yes, they're a collective. Yes. Like, the Loud Dimension sends its messenger. Yeah, it's, it's the, <laughs> the Loud Council the loud has dimension. communed. Exactly. Exactly. And they, they called somebody a pussy yesterday. So. We are the 12 angry men. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Legend Tomorrow is back, and it's kind of actually like playing right off of last season. Um, yeah. Right yeah. how it ends. Uh, John Constantine came back at the end. Uh, and dropped a fucking dragon head uh, on the ground and was like, look what your cunts did. He didn't say that, but uh, he might as well have. Yeah. Yeah, they, they skirted yeah. as best they can. I wonder if he's going to drop the word quit and all at some point. Matt Ryan is so fucking British. Like, yep. it really sounds like sometimes he is just, like, biting his lip to hold back fucks and cunts. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, when I first saw him on the Constantine TV show, I was like, eh... I don't know, but he, I really like his his version of Constantine on this show. Like on on Legends, yeah. it works really well. He he supplanted whatever was in my head. Yeah, like I, you know, like when I was reading comics, I can't even remember the voice that I would say that's Constantine because he he replaced whoever that was. I've just completely forgotten. So, yeah, well, and it's being that Constantine was originally based on Sting, so. There you go. Think about it that yeah. way. Well, I just went off of the Liverpool thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who I picked as a Liverpool person to be Constantine in my head. Um, but it was somebody. Somebody who we would all know. Um, I don't think it was the Beatles. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was the Beatles. I've actually never seen the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie all the way through. I've seen like the end on sci-fi a few times. It's, um, it's, it's actually it's really good. good. So he's not even like yeah. a frame of reference for me for Constantine. Yeah, no, it's yeah. To, I mean, not that you even know really anything about Hellblazer, the comic, really, as far as I know. But it's the way I've always looked at it is just divorce any love if you have any love for the comic from that movie, and it's actually quite good. Okay. In my head, in a world where Constantine is the only character that exists, he's the Earth Two Constantine. Well, actually. In like, the uh, in the comics, that's how I There was it. a there was I forget which one, but there was a point where he had mentioned like, yeah, there was some bloke in L.A. who said he was or who was going around using my name, but I don't know who that is. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have also read that like people are theorizing this may pick up where his TV show left off and includes some loose plot threads that never got resolved. Um, I guess. But and then yeah. other people are kind of wondering if they're even allowed to do that. I mean, they would be because that show was it was produced by WB Television. Oh, never mind. Um, okay. Yeah, because uh, brief little explainer: television shows are never just produced by the network that airs them; yeah. they're also produced by another company. So usually, yeah, because like, Warner is, Brothers produces you know, Gotham, but Fox right. is running it. Um, yeah, the show House was an NBC which, like, show. I wish but I wish I could blame Fox. Fox for that show, really, but I can't. No. We kind of yeah. just lets me to be angry at Warner Brothers for. Well, it doesn't have the right. We can blame them for continuing to, uh, to air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, where were so, we? Uh, weapons yeah. are back, and uh, everything's violent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Very much so. It's yeah. Um, Sorry, like, uh, like around. Okay. Uh, Gary is seemingly now a series regular. Ava is a series regular. Um, so the revolving door seems to be continuing. Uh, 
I don't I watched episode one like two weeks ago, so the details are fuzzy. I know they go to Woodstock and then a unicorn shows up and it impales the fuck out of some woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, before that, yeah. like there's the body up in the tree that's leaking rainbow colored goo. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Uh, oh, that's right. I think the setup is like they fixed all the uh, the aberrations they caused. So, like they just have they're I think they're looking for one and they all end up at Woodstock. Um, because apparently the timeline got changed to include like it was like 35 people are killed which causes a stampede and then like hundreds of others die or get injured right yeah well i think i think that's kind of the premise they're going with is like it's there's slight aberrations and then there's magic involved with them so that's their explanation for why things are screwy this year Mm -hmm. okay um sorry i had to read something there real fast um (laughs) i don't remember too much about episode one because like i said it was two weeks ago um but I do remember liking it. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's a very good episode. I remember going into it being like, "Supernatural did unicorns years ago," so this will never hold oh, up to that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think again, uh, it's, we were talking before the show about reusing CG models. I think they might have reused footage from the unicorn in that show, um, just a little I bit. I mean, just um, with how I see how they just like going, keep going back to the Smallville well. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> just like. Look, we got a bag of tricks, and we're gonna stick to it. Yep. Right. We don't. We don't yeah. have the money. We have these CG models. Yeah. We have them. We will we use them again and again. Actors, we can just go pillage from that show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Spend all the money on Supergirl's wigs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if uh, you guys noticed, but uh, definitely can tell that CW took a few hints from Doctor Strange with the uh, movements that John is doing when he's opening up the hell portal <laughs> yeah I can see that yeah it's a little bit it's like yeah. wow it's imagine him going like you'll see our will is equal to yours <laughs> yeah the fucking unicorns power like I'm not I'm not complaining <laughs> because I'm really enjoying John as a, a regular yeah. character on the season so far I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure what they're trying to do with his, I guess B story, A story, because I don't really know what the I don't, A story is yeah. at this point. Okay, that's interesting because I have some ideas, but it's all based off of Justice League Dark. Okay. Um, and the little bit of the New Fifty Two Constantine that I read, mm-hmm. and neither of neither of those two things that could be setting up are interesting to me. Um, so I'm curious to see what they're doing. Because um, it could be Nick Necro, who's supposed to be like John's mentor. His name his, is uh, Nick Necro? Nick Necro, is yes. He a, or something is he a like fucking that. 90s pro wrestler? <laughs> yeah, he might as well be. He's a New 52 character, so what are you oh going to do? Um, metal singer. <laughs> yeah, sounds like the front man for a metal band. Yeah, de- definitely a new metal band to be. Particular. Well, there was a uh, <laughs> there was a horrorcore rapper who uh, whose name was Necro. Yeah, yeah. horrorcore rap, uh, mm-hmm. the pinnacle of uh, of hip hop. <laughs> yeah, well, he was he was really kind of a shitbag. Uh, anyways, um, but yeah, he he was like uh, their Mordu or not Mordu Mor- Mordo? Uh, fucking yeah, yeah uh, from. Yeah, from Doctor Strange. Like he was, he was that. He was the guy who taught John everything and taught Zatanna quite a bit of stuff too. Okay. And they have like a 
a loose polyamorous relationship, um, okay. which, yeah, is interesting. And then there's a book in the New 52 where John is haunted by a ghost who's eating the other ghosts that haunt John. Uh, oh. American Werewolf style. Um, because that's a thing that they did. Um, where just all the ghosts that have ever been caused by him follow him around. I yeah, guess. that's that's um, been a running thing since his original series in Hellblazer. Ah, I did not know yep. that. But yeah, one of them just starts eating other ghosts. Okay. Apparently. Oh god. And it's huh. yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting, and there's it could be handled well on this. Um, but both things could be set up by what they're doing so far. I'm coming to get you, John, or whatever those messages yeah. are. Yeah. Um, well, but both things could be possible. The uh, the one thing that I thought would be an outside possibility would be that uh, I I'm having a hard time remembering the name of the demon. It was I think it was it was Negrin or I think it was Negrin or Necron something Negron. something along those lines. Negron. What's that? Negron, right? It was Negron. Yeah. Um, yeah. In like <laughs> one of the very first storylines from uh, the Hellblazer comic, he. Uh, he was injected with his blood to help him heal and that kind of helped him get further along in the world of the occult for a long time i forget exactly what happened how he ended up getting rid of that blood from his system but i'm i know he had some double crossings with him and whatnot so i'm wondering if that could possibly be what they're going for but that would require so much backstory to actually do properly so i don't know right yeah i also like that legends has become that show where they send characters off who have gotten kind of the short end of the stick uh, mm-hmm. And they get one yeah. more chance to go be something relevant before either deciding to use them again, or in Wally's case, where although that was neutral, he decided he wanted to go do other stuff. But yeah. like Wally yeah. was effectively written out, and they, they don't have a useful right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was given a satisfying solo thing to do, um, and they seem to be doing some a similar thing with John. And I think the overall legend sub plot is kind of going to the back. I think John is kind of the front of this season. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, everything. The third episode really shows that everything is is peachy keen with the uh, time bureau at this point. So it's it's just the mm-hmm. uh, foibles of Gary and uh, and oh god, what's his fucking face? Can't remember. Uh, uh, metal oh, guy. Uh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. Nate. Thank you, Nate. Yeah. Fucking Nate, yeah. Biff is Nate's dad. <laughs> I that <laughs> it's that so answers good. so many questions on why he turned into the porn like the porn porkies dude in the last season. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Yes, it, it answered quite a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. I'm 40 years old. Um, <laughs> um, that was a reference to the Heat, if, which if you haven't seen it, watch that. Um, yeah, but it, he's he's also he's really entertaining as Nate's dad. Because like, he's still such a fucking asshole. He's so re- he's repugnant, yeah. unlikable immediately. <laughs> Yeah, and from everything I've heard, that actor is actually a really great guy and super sweet outside of. Oh that's, yeah, I feel like that's like with most people who get typecast as dickheads. Like the guy who plays yeah. uh, uh, Walter Peck from Ghostbusters, he said he had for years. People just came up to him and was just like, just they called him Dickless. Oh, oh God, <laughs> yeah. so Dickless. He's like, well, I didn't do anything to you. Well, yeah, uh, the uh, actor who played Biff, like, he had he'd had a resurgence for a bit where he was doing touring with uh, comedy and whatnot, and apparently he had a song where he just answered everyone's questions about Back to the Future, which I think <laughs> is pretty yeah. great way to combine your show and also then just answer all the burning questions that the audience has. 
Um, but yeah, the exchange where uh, was it Nate and Mick break quote unquote break into Nate's house and fucking Mick. I'm sorry. There's no character on the show who has been as like wonderfully fleshed out as Mick because every season he gets some new weird wrinkle that makes him a very strange man. Like he pocketed the the, the fucking the garden gnome for reasons. Yeah, it's, he's very Yondu esque in in the best possible way. Um, yeah, God, it's it's so good. And like, I, there's this moment in the third episode where he's where they're talking about why he doesn't like people wearing ties, and he's like, it's like a flag that shows that you can't be trusted. Um, I don't know. I guarantee the guard gnome will come into play later on in the season. Oh, I'm sure Probably. it will, since it's... they made an entire gag out of Mick's dead rat as well. Oh, God, yeah. Right. Oh, God, yeah, that was... Emmett! <laughs> I miss you, Emmett! <laughs> um, so the long and short of this episode is basically the fucking... In lock in releasing Malice, they let out all the other magical entities that, and uh, right. uh, it might seem the summer good, and so far, not really. No, mm-hmm. no, none of them have really been uh, very good choices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. what else? What else do we really want to say about the first episode? Because I mean, it sounds like we're all a little bit fuzzy on it. Well, I, I think it's harder because something I'm noticing with all the shows mm-hmm. is they're kind of taking our advice of being a little bit less episodic mm-hmm. and being a little bit more serialized. Yeah, it's almost like um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's almost like there's some intern in the CW offices who listens to our show um, and makes notes yeah. about it. Because um, it's eerie sometimes. It also feels the same way I do about dragons. They're going to they're gonna hear this and like outside of one of our houses like a van is going to get off. Like to <laughs> <laughs> be replaced by another one. I actually, yeah. I guarantee there is probably an intern working at CW who has to listen to every podcast that has any mention of any of the CW Vert shows on oh, yeah. it. So they're just, that. just eight hours a day, just podcasts. Con- considering podcasts. a friend of mine... Well, imagine the person that has to listen to it about all CW shows, though. That oh, person God. has a very um, has A, a very friend of mine interned life. at Sony after film school, and like his job during the yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2 production was to just go get comic book pages <laughs> that they could just like siphon material from. Jesus and he said one of the things he did a yeah. lot of was getting Mary Jane material. <laughs> and then Ivar Rod would wow. just pick it up and then throw it away because yeah, yeah, and just burn yeah. it, burn it. Yeah, just, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, episode two and three, I blasted through today. Um, yep. And I think it's because I'm not really either getting whatever the central arc is yet, or just haven't really set one up. But they too were kind of hazy, and I'm just kind of. I think we had a, again a similar issue last season where we're like, "When is this gonna get as great as last season was?" Yeah, I, I feel that as well. I think it's just I think it's building a lot, and I think they're kind of focusing more on individual arcs a lot this season, um, and there might not be like that big. There's a mystery or there's a big bad like. Which I'm kind of okay I'm with if they handle 100% it well. percent okay with that. Yeah, if it's sort of just like personal arcs that sort of all come, con, they all converge in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
That could be interesting. Yeah. Also, Again, I, I, I also, I'm not really into Nate uh, moving into an office position over at the Time Bureau. Um, the Time Bureau seems like a weird thing to keep around. It's like, are they on the payroll? Like, how does this function? Are they recognized by the government? Like, are they, are they a secret organization? It's... It seems like they are, which is interesting. It's because um, they, they have like a campus. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I thought the idea was that they were like hidden in between other bills. Like they're supposed to not really be known by a lot of people. Like what's that? So That's a time bureau. Yeah. It's right near next yeah. to yeah. college. Even though, even yeah. though A, they have somebody coming to deliver lunch to them on a regular basis. And then they're also <laughs> relying on people like Nate's dad to come and give them money to continue to function. Yeah. So I yeah I don't I don't really understand how the time bureau works, but I you know whatever maybe that's not for you or I to actually understand. We, it's just... we also are perpetually confused about how Star Labs is a yeah. still open, b why the hole right. hasn't been fixed, <laughs> which apparently apparently in the Flash Museum episode that shit gets fixed at some point. <laughs> well, it's very far in the I wanna, future. I want to see it happen. Um, uh, and that Star Labs just has like three to four rooms, and everyone stays there all day, and no one ever goes to work. Right. And the and the yeah. room where Joe naps. I, I, we I was telling Arlen we, they, that guy it, did have some sort of injury and going to be yeah. off the show for a bit. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, no discernible time period. No, he'll be back. No, no Daddy Joe, and that really upsets no. me. I don't um, like that. Yeah. But yeah. are gonna put him in a wheelchair and then another actor will play him for a while. <laughs> he comes, he like comes back small as the finger. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. no. Oh no. Oh, oh my. Oh maybe maybe that's what they'll do. They'll pull his uh his his chair out of the ocean and put him back into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's still oh. funny to me. <laughs> oh, okay. ah, <laughs> Barry just a paralyzed man into the ocean. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm the Flash. Yeah, well. <laughs> Flash is like, yeah, that's bad. You know how many people I've gotten killed? Do you see the woman I'm married to? Have you seen the wall at the police station? Man, Eddie's right in the middle. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, episode two of uh, Legends. So they went back to uh, Pilgrim Times. And uh, the yep. I, I give them credit for the production value that they put into having a Disney-esque fairy godmother doing singing and and how excited ray was about like wait is that music that's just and the and the yeah it's so good and the music's just it's one step away from being copyright infringement (laughs) just like it's yeah it's really good that's the best Um, kind of imitation when you're clearly not trying to do anything special you're like no this is exactly what we're trying to invoke and mm -hmm. we're trying to be ironic Mm -hmm. yeah and it works perfectly yeah yeah it does why I, this show is easily the funniest of the bunch of them. It's just oh yeah, far and away. Yeah. Well, it I feel like yeah. it it they know they have the least amount of pressure on them. I guess for lack of a better idea, like it it feels like they just have a lot more leeway to do what they want with the show than any of the other ones. Well, they're also not trying to uh, like they're not these characters. While from comics, are not beholden to a comic called Legends of Tomorrow so they don't have to right. really kind of any kind of like there won't be a Flashpoint in this show there won't be a Supermax in this show they're not going to do mm-hmm. um, a fucking the once in future Flash storyline uh, like that stuff's not going to happen it's going to be all stuff they come it's it's a Doctor Who ripoff at this point but it's yeah, fine right yeah it's a Doctor Who ripoff that has fucking people getting impaled by unicorns yeah. exactly 
yeah. Vivo. And having their eyes yeah. pecked out by crows. Good God, that was startling. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, that I was shocking. A little it bit. Burned its way into that guy's face. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Like, how dare you send that crow to peck people's eyes out? I'm like, he took off like the top half of the skull. Like, it's not just pecking your eyes out. Like, that, that crow was like, I'm going to live inside your face. Well, that that was something else that I was, uh, I'm wondering why they chose to have uh, her medallion melted down in that fire. So now she's just got the rock that she holds. I mean, I guess they wanted to give her a cooler hand pose. Um, Zari, um, they wanted to give her a yeah. cooler hand oh, they, pose they when she uses her powers. Yeah, and they wanted to give her that little watch, remember? That little... Oh, um, yeah. Our oh, man. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Or as yeah. much as I hate um, Zari when she first pulled around, I'm so glad she stuck around. Yeah, no, I really like her character now. Like, yeah, it, she's that great. that one episode from last season where they focused on her trying having Groundhog Day going on, like that was the one that sold me on her. Yeah, yeah, that was a great episode, yeah. and she's really strong this season mm-hmm. so far. And again, they're I I really do think they're focusing on personal arcs because her arc this season so far seems to be about her not being able to fix the stuff with her parents. Mm-hmm. And just her family and stuff in general, and how she relates to other people who have similar issues. Um, you know that scene with her and John, where, yep. <laughs> where he's like, "Are you gonna give me your sob story or whatever?" And she's like, "I wouldn't do that. That would be lame." Um, which is which is just perfect. Um, it fits the version of the character that they've established so far. Yeah, and it's a really well done scene, also. Yeah, no, I I can't disagree with any of that. Like she she is becoming a standout favorite. Like everybody else is great, but like the fact that she hasn't been around that long, but she's she's standing toe to toe with everybody else is a very good sign. Well, I feel like mm-hmm. they um they've done a really good uh job of kind of incorporate like everyone. I feel like any, if anyone has a rough time getting introduced, they usually gel pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Zari's just yeah. character and personality were just so abrasive at first. It was like, can you please leave? Um, and then when they when they yeah. teased her death so hard and then backed off, I was like, "Wow, I'm actually relieved." <laughs> yeah, you taught me yeah. a lesson. Yeah, well, that and she also revealed a whole lot of great things about Mick in that episode. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> his 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 erotic sci-fi writing. Yeah, so good. Oh God. Um, I, we still need the mix show. We still we we need it so badly. Even if yeah. it was just six um, episodes, yeah, it's like just a and like, series. Yeah, and John shows up occasionally. And yeah, I want, I want those to be, two. I want to be Nick, but he's like it's his everyday life. <laughs> yeah. like the grocery yeah. store. <laughs> it, it's just it's like different cuts of him doing different things at the grocery store. He's like he's doing the Mr. Burns thing. He's like ketchup or ketchup. <laughs> he's mostly buying things though to in order to make fire. Like he's he's buying propane tanks and charcoal and and kerosene. I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, do kind of a snark kind of thing and show up on like Flash every once in a while. That'd be great. Yeah. I think. I think. I think there should be a little bit more crossover like that occasionally. Yeah. Um, He'd work really well on Arrow, I think. Actually. Oh yeah. Um, well, and that yeah. it would be nice to see him in a more serious role. I mean, obviously still yes. playing Mick, but being more serious because I mean we know he can do it because we all saw him Blade Three. So. Nice <laughs> shirt. Blade, come to die. Um, 
Uh, I can't wait till we do that as a special. Uh, look for that in 15 years. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, do we want to go to the next one, or is there anything uh, yeah, else? Yeah, sure. It's, it's, really it's, I feel like these like these first three episodes were kind of, were good, but I mean, lukewarm developments are kind of pre- preventing us from being like crazy excited about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, I guess. So the stuff that they do with religion and Salem and like why don't you just run away and vengeance and stuff that's that was really well done mm-hmm. so like there's not uh, it's good <laughs> it's really there's not much else to say I don't say, think they've I ever guess. really goofed in that um, part when they do it when they focus on like the historical drama like uh yeah. uh, uh or a theme it. even uh, Jacks being uh like basically present yes. while slaves were being tortured and murdered uh, I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, and the the contrast between him and Zari, Amaya. Yeah, Amaya. Not, he yeah, was Amaya. emotional and wanted the, to help help them out, and Amaya was like, "You can't just go around just like he's like she's like you can't fuck time. She's like, you have to, you know, have some yeah. level of responsibility." Yeah, and he was like, "You're African. Why don't you want to help?" But yeah, it was it was very well done, well handled. Um, and they did a very similar thing with this, I think. Um, and uh, I thought the woman who played uh, the mother, um, who was going to be hung i thought she was really good really talented yeah i mean she she um, didn't have a ton of screen time but when she when she was on there she was actually quite good yeah 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 uh yeah, yeah good. Three. it's a very good episode yeah um episode three the the punk episode with with rage <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i was actually kind of shocked they had the it wasn't a cover. It was the actual Sex Pistols version of Anarchy in the UK yeah, playing it, in the beginning. I heard that because I know I know him more from Public Image, mm-hmm. um, and I'm less familiar with Sex Pistols. But as soon as I heard that voice, I was like, "Ah, good on you guys for not getting a karaoke version or something." Yeah, right. Yeah, or yeah. some garbage song that sounds similar but isn't actually a real song. It was one you just created mm-hmm. quickly for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't looking at you, Black Lightning. Yeah, they didn't do that with um, uh, Return of the Mac. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think yeah, their yeah. music has always been very good. Um, I feel like they spent a lot of their money on on music in this episode, though. I'll, I'll, uh, well, I don't. I don't know least. who has the music rights to any of that stuff, though. Too, it might all be on the Warner Brothers catalog. So, who knows? I know it is. It is like a big publishing house that like extorts people for music okay. licensing. So. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they had a couple other drops, and I, I didn't. I, I wasn't sure if any of those were bigger songs. Or yeah, the yeah. the point where they're escaping with the corgi, like I, I was trying to pay attention to figure out who that was, but I have no idea. Like pre like a certain year or two in the eighties, I'm not really sure about a lot of punk stuff because it, a lot of it sounds the same. <laughs> 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 like, Eric really uh, needed to whisper I'm, that. <laughs> there's there's very specific punk fans that I like, and after that, it's like I don't know who the fuck that is. Okay, there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair though. <laughs> What's that, Hunter? It's usually just a dude yelling into a microphone really yeah. loudly. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't like that aggression speed, um, which is why I said I'm kind of more into Public Image Limited, which is his other project. Yeah, which is phenomenal phenomenal stuff um 
No, I mean, like, it was Dead Kennedys and Minor Threat and stuff like that for me. That was when I was, I really blossomed with punk. So I obviously had to go back and listen to some of the other stuff. Be like, oh, I should listen to this stuff, like Sham 69 and whatnot. But uh, 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 maybe it's just British punk I'm not into. Maybe it's that interest. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe British. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, the plot of this is like they go to like uh, punk nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, yeah nineteen seventy seven. Um, and uh, they track down like a shapeshifter or something. Yeah. 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 She's a. Yeah. At first, didn't they think it was a leprechaun of some sort? Because they did, oh. and then and they spelled that right. So, and, he, and he was like, "Are you trying to do the leprechaun test on me?" Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it just happens to be the uh, guy who's supposed to be Irish, even though he actually isn't. Um, I just like the accent. Yes. Oh, boy, man. Uh, Some of those accents were killing me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you're all trying a little too hard. Or maybe you are just that Irish. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's, yeah. You can tell when someone has a fake Scottish accent, you can understand all the words coming out of their mouth. (laughs) Exactly. Right. And maybe that guy actually was that Irish. I think I heard he was eating potatoes like apples outside of the uh, set. So. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! <laughs> like I'm, I'm substantially Irish, and ouch, my people! Like, <laughs> also, like, don't joke about biting this. into a potato like an apple, like yeah. Know, because I love potatoes, but like, please do something with it. Don't just hand me a potato. Yeah, no. Yeah, r- r- raw potatoes. No I thanks. was reading something earlier, and someone said the words uh, "eating a raw onion like an apple," and I was like, "Oh, no, oh, 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 oh God. Okay, fun story. Um, nothing to do with legends, because obviously we all liked it, so we're having a hard time really talking about the episode. Uh, my uncle was a colonel in the Air Force, and uh, oh one my. of his. One of the things he told me about that when he was in training, once he was starting to get higher up there in the, uh, in the officer training classes or whatever classes, Jesus, I know nothing about the military. Um, regardless, <laughs> Clearly. And, uh, he was telling me about how during some of his training, at one point he was dropped out of a plane at night over a forest with a pack that had an onion a survival knife and I forget what other two or three things but basically he had to make his way to a designated area within like five or six days oh my god um, was that royale and I, hey man you know apparently once you get higher up there you have to start uh, doing I'm, some I'm crazy sorry, things make a more contemporary reference oh my god is this like PUBG Ugh. no, no, no. <laughs> that's just the plot that's just the opening scene to Metal Gear Solid 3 <laughs> but the one thing I will remember for the rest of my life is he was saying, like, by, like, the second or third day, he hadn't had any luck capturing any game or anything. So he was eating the onions he had like apples. Uh, <laughs> it really funny to me about just, like, biting into an onion. I just... Oh. And just resigning uh, to that. Just being like, well, yeah. I don't have a fucking choice. Munch. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this episode wretched. had uh, Nate and Gary buddy up, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had yep. some very isolation shenanigans at the Time Bureau office. Um, that didn't really thrill me, but cool. I, yeah. I, I feel like they're struggling with what to do with Nate at 
this point because I don't I don't understand the storyline. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if if the point is to have him meet Zari or not or not Zari Amaya next episode, I don't know why I keep on confusing those names. Um, but meet not Amaya next episode. I don't I don't see the point of that. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, like, it also seems odd that they would decide to take the shape changer and make her stay in that shape. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move by Constantine. Like, and I get it, he is a bit yeah. of a dick, but like, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's a weird choice. You let her pick a um, neutral form. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm, I am hoping this yeah. ends the Nate Amaya stuff, because I feel like it's lingering. Yeah, like, him being a little bit broken up. I'm gonna fucking murder <laughs> somebody. He keeps <laughs> promising. Um, but um, him being a little bit broken up, that's that's fine. You know, it's acceptable. Um, he shouldn't, you know, as I've said on many other shows, uh, he shouldn't heal in real time. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I get that. But at this point, it's like, okay, can we get can we get past this? We get it. People break up. Um, you know, the first season of Legends, I think they handled breakups better. Um, Oof, surprisingly. Oof. Yeah, and that had that yeah. had an insufferable romantic angle. Yeah, that was the thing though. Like yeah. the way they had Nate and Amaya break up, like it seemed to be kind of a all right, we're doing this for the better of everything, and they seemed okay with it. And now it's kind of going back to Nate being this puppy dog love lord, blah blah blah. Like not that right. heavy, but still, it's like right, the way you guys ended it was pretty good last season so yeah. why are we still dealing with this yeah i don't know why and i i like i do really like the stuff with his dad for the most part mm-hmm. um i like him standing up to his dad mm-hmm. kind of um i thought that was really well done um and i think that's probably the most development we've actually had for nate since i don't know last season or season two maybe um yeah maybe season two like that's the last time i remember really feeling like his character grew in some way. Was that when he um, got over his hemophilia? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think <laughs> by so. Tur- by turning into metal? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it yeah. sealed all the wounds. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I can't... I bleed metal now. <laughs> it, it, inc- but I, I, it increased the iron content in his blood so it doesn't run as quickly. Right. Yeah. Uh, um... <laughs> that sounds like some X-Men, uh, was it, 2 uh, logic? I, where he's... I don't know. He's like, I've taken the iron from your blood and turned them into spheres. Like, I don't think that works that way, Ian. Well, no, if you remember, though, they'd been feeding him iron in his... Right. Yeah. 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 And then Mystique injected him with that big old needle, mm-hmm. and he sees bare butt, which is just it's something we all needed to yes. see, right? Yeah. Thanks, Brian Singer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You know, everybody's got their thing. Don't kink shame. I mean, it, clearly his kinks are very wide. And, and, uh, <laughs> Rumored on some of them. Rumored. No. Right. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, oh, Legends. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I did like this episode quite a bit because it... it talked about two big parts of uh of constantine's backstory and yeah comics, that was at the least. stuff that really got my attention especially like he meets his mother at the bar and mm-hmm. um zari's like right. 
Hey, he's just like, yeah, that's that line's a real panty dropper. And he's like, it's me mom. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really good. Well, um, just I mean, just the whole thing with his dad hating him for his mom dying. Yeah, you could, my dad him, right. I'm like, that's so petty and so mean. And that's yeah. that's directly from the comics. And uh, just the quick mention of mucus membrane, like that was the name of John's bands back in the. <laughs> I mean, I. Back in the 70s, I guess, is when it was supposed to be, when Hellblazer first got started in the 80s, but, right. you know, time changes, so. Yeah, yeah. it would probably be late 80s. Late fucking reference then. Now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, there's that stuff, but this whole thing kind of ends with them confronting a shapeshifter that Ray has been getting puppy dog. Can Ray stop getting puppy dog eyes? Um, <laughs> yeah, for evil girls. Also, he has a type at this yeah, point. Yeah, he does. It's it's a little bit creepy, um, you know. He's white knighting it, man. Ma- it's like he like really strictly is. magic gives him a boner. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's also like it's girls who don't like him but do bad Some things. Girl just like walking up to him, pulling a rabbit out of a hat, and he's just like, oh, like, oh, oh yeah. He's <laughs> like, as a man of science, I find this to be very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the whole thing kind of uh, culminates with Constantine stripping this shapeshifter of her ability to shapeshift while she's taunting the legends, and her last form is Amaya, and now they have her in the ship. Um, yeah. And uh, moments after that, Nate is still at the Time Bureau, and he wants to sit behind a desk for a while, which, like, mm-hmm. it's like, great, you just housed, you, you benched your tank. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and then uh, he's like, "Yep." He's like, "There, Amaya is not on the wave rider, so I think I am okay for now." Uh, he's like, "But I'll stay behind a desk." And fucking Sarah's like, "Really?" Yeah, yeah. I, I hope it leads to something interesting. I think my feelings about this third episode will change depending on what happens in the next. Yeah, one. and they, the next um, episode needs to yeah. wrap this lingering thread up because. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping to continue to see that very very fake corgi tattoo that Ray has on his arm. That better <laughs> that better continue to show up the rest of the season, or I will be very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, that henna artist is going to get a lot of work. Like that um, photo perfect tattoo, which is not humanly possible. <laughs> it's like the idea that it's a fucking corgi. Yeah, well, with a because it yeah. fits Ray's character of being an absolute teddy bear. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, Brandon Ralph, the world passed on you. <laughs> They're mistakes. I, I, that's the thing. Like, I feel like he's super happy in his niche here. Like, he's yeah. in his niche. He's just, he's he's doing what he wants to do. He gets to play a superhero, but he also gets to be a goofball. And yeah. I, well, I think, I think with, with, with Brandon Ralph, he has super model, like, movie star good looks. But comes mm-hmm. off as the biggest dweeb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't exude badass like like other people, like even like Cavill does, like Henry Cavill. Um, yeah, right. But I think he's still pretty damn charming and fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and I I believe he's a legitimate comic book fan because I mean he did that uh what Dylan Dog movie that's based on like yeah. an obscure Italian comic yeah. book. Like that's not something you go into if you're like, yeah, this is gonna be my rise to the top again. It's like. No, I want to do this because mm-hmm. I really like this comic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always nice to see him. He's he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think <laughs> I, that's I, it for I don't, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, this episode is shorter than our doing all of it in one week episode. Maybe this <laughs> is the way to go from idea. now on. <laughs> yeah, we, have more, we have more room for tomfoolery now. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, I'm Connor yeah, McGraw. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation is finally out for Movie Dumpster, so that's the only plug I'm going to give before we launched into full-on November mode. So please enjoy that. It's been in the it's been in the fucking oven for a long time. My late afternoon commute will thank you. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What are my what are my plugs? Uh, Lost Horror Podcast every single week. We are taking the month off though. Um, so look forward to us, to us returning in December um, and uh, putting more movie-based discussion into your ear holes. So, yeah. Yeah. Go go do that. Do the thing. Go, go listen. Do it. Yeah. They have a bunch of back episodes featuring Connor and Hunter and Eric, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Go. Go. Henceforth. Do that shit. Hunter. Anything. Uh, check out Monster Mash podcast every month. Uh, what was our last episode? It was Aliens, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's our first episode. It's it's weird with a monthly show. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I like yeah. Uh, go check that out. It's really good. We had uh, Eric Sayor on that podcast and talked about aliens. I mean, it sounds kind of easy. Just remember one thing. <laughs> As opposed yeah. to trying to line up your own fucking you know archive in your head, or, or watching five different shows in a, in, a, in a week. Uh, oh my God, yeah. right. Check that out. Uh, yes, you know, like you could not follow me anywhere on social media, <laughs> and I'll know if you do. I people, I think people think I'm joking when I say that. <laughs> um, yeah, don't follow me anywhere. That's it for me, really. I'm Eric Fedorchak. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram. Uh, there will be pictures of dogs and cats and food and comics. I'm floating you're, you're around letting, the Phantom Zone. letting everyone know you're a killbot. You can't. <laughs> My marrow <laughs> supply is low. Um, I, you'll find me floating around the Phantom Zone. Uh, things to be talked about, things to be shown. I don't know. Um, and uh, hearing Hunter saying he knows when people follow him, that means I'm going to go start like 50 alt accounts on every <laughs> social media thing that he's on and start following him. I'll know. Yeah, you will when you get a barrage of, of <laughs> Big Dick 69 XXX wants to follow who could, this, who could this possibly be other than the man who directly threatened me with doing this? But Hunter's like dead serious. He's like, I truly have no idea. <laughs> I can't figure out who Ball Weight Lover is. <laughs> all these sound like SoundCloud rapper names. <laughs> they really do. And they're all wanted for child molestation, too. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, oh right, no. Okay. Bye. Fuck Brian Singer. Bye. Bye.